Hey, what's up? Like, totally time for 90210. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the 90210 show. My name is Mark. With me, as always, is my fiance, Carol. How are you doing today, Carol? Hey, what's up? How much has been a good week here? It is November 20th, 1998. I almost it said is. 1991. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that, I'm thinking, but. That we would have been. That, I think that's before we met. It, well, it was yeah, yeah. It was before we met, before the before the show launched, right? Long ass time ago. Yeah, like three years before the show launched. About I don't know, two and a half years or two years, three hundred and sixty four days before we met. We met on the we met in the first episode of the show. We did not, yes, Ellie. Um, for all they know, we did. Anyway, so. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's um, it's the nine hundred two one zero show, and it's the girl who cried wolf. We aren't crying wolf by telling you that we're sick, and I don't know that this show is going to be the greatest show that we've ever done. But we are going to do our best. If you bear with us, we'll treat you a lot more fairly than Valerie is treated in this episode. <laughs> right? Oh my goodness! So this episode's a little different to talk about than most other episodes. Everything basically revolves around the central thing that's going on in this episode, which is everyone shitting on Valerie all the time, every time they can. Well, I mean, yeah, mostly, but <laughs> it is pretty bad. So you may remember from last episode that Valerie was raped, call it whatever you want, but raped by, uh, what's his name, Noah. Uh, okay, <clears throat> Noah and his brother. I want to share. That makes it sound so much worse. But I mean, I feel like it's both of them, like... It, I feel like they share responsibility at okay. least at least equally. Yeah. Okay. I'll get. I'll give you that. I'll give you that they share responsibility. I don't think I have a feeling that this episode, that this show, the conclusion of the show is going to be like that. The truth will come out eventually, obviously, because that's what the kind of show nine hundred two one zero is. Right. But I feel like that the truth is going to come out, and everyone's going to be like, "See, Noah did. Noah's innocent. Noah didn't do anything wrong." Bullshit. Right. No, I did something wrong. And it's even pointed out in this episode when <clears throat> Valerie wants to take him to court and everything. She wants to, uh, well, 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 I want to get there. Okay. okay we're we're, okay. we're going to skip. We're going to skip ahead anyway. Um, Valerie wants to take him to court. And what's his brother, Josh? Is that his name? Yeah. Josh is like, settle. Just settle. We'll, we'll pay her money. Just fucking settle. And he's like, no, I didn't do this. I'm going to, like, go to court. He's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, they have you on diminished capacity anyway. Yeah. Even if you didn't drug her drink. did you, and, he, and he plays the role of the, the defense attorney. Did you help her up the stairs, <laughs> you know, uh, Noah? Did you, uh, you know, like, did she verbally say yes? Did this? Did this? And, like, it's all stuff that he didn't fucking do. And it's like, I don't care if he was drunk. His brother, the rapist, is right. Yeah, he's he probably has a lot of experience knowing uh, <laughs> right. knowing when he's going to be. But like, so I have a really sinking feeling that they're going to be like, oh, see, Noah's innocent. Noah's, you know, whatever. When when how whenever this is resolved, presumably next episode, and um, and he's not. He's not innocent. He he may he didn't he didn't do all the bad. He's not 100% responsible for this situation, but he bears responsibility for this, too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, intent 
to rape her was not there, but right. he definitely took advantage of her without maybe meaning to. Exactly. Exactly. And yeah, it's it's not a good look for him. No. I mean, he had to help her up the fucking stairs. Yeah. Yeah. Not a good sign. But I, I mean, know like, he, was, he drunk. was drunk too. Okay. I don't know. I mean, I agree, but I mean, it's just like he was also having trouble getting up the stairs, I think. I, okay. But I mean, I'm I'm just saying, I don't, I'm not going to be happy if they're like, oh, Noah's completely innocent, if that's the resolution of this. I mean, I'm sure. I want him to take some responsibility. I'm sure if we had some kind of fucked up, like, play-by-play on the cameras of what right. happened, we'd be like, oh, my God, Noah. That was awful. Either way, Valerie got victimized. Yes. And now she's getting victimized again. Uh Uh-huh. For every fucking person that says like, oh, Anita Hill, why did you wait 20 years till fucking Clarence Thomas was being nominated for the Supreme Court to come forward and tell us what sexual harassment he did to you? Oh, you know, insert rape victim's name here. Why'd you wait five years before you came to court and said, oh, you know, he raped me. Why'd you wait so long? What, what, why didn't you report it right away? This is why, assholes. Yeah, women don't want to, uh, you know, jump in line to uh, get called liars and, uh, you know, sluts and Cause that's what everything so, else. That's what society does. Yeah. Society takes, if a woman is a victim of a crime like this, a crime of, like, you know, male domination over women, which is apparently the fucking national pastime. But if you... Uh, you know, if you come forward for a crime like that, then the response is, um, "Oh, uh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna shame you. We're gonna call you a whore. We're gonna say you asked for it. You know, blah 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 blah." Look at fucking Monica Lewinsky mm-hmm. right now. I mean, ridiculous. Very ridiculous. So anyway, that's why people wait. You know who I hate- now on to the jokes. You know who I hate the most in this episode, though. Uh, um. Donna? Kelly. Oh, yes. Kelly is just being so awful to Valerie. She's not, like... Kelly was, like, victimized, too, right? Um, I don't think yeah, she was... Yeah, a guy tried to rape her, yes. Yeah, I was gonna say, I don't think she was actually raped, but, like... Like, it, it was close or something. Yeah, she was saved from being raped twice. Yeah, that's right, at the Halloween party. The Halloween party, and then again when she was on Coke. Yeah, that's right. And... So she, like, has some experience with this, and I know she probably doesn't even remember it, especially the Halloween one that was so long ago. I think that was oh, the, I'm sure she remembers. I, I mean, a woman first, doesn't forget that. Well, yeah. I, I guess I mean the actress, but, or <laughs> the writers. But, like... Yeah, I feel like we pay more attention than the writers. Do yeah, no sometimes. shit. <laughs> but, like, um, yeah, absolutely awful. To, like, she doesn't even... I know that Valerie lies a lot. I know Valerie is a fucking liar. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, it's like, it's a problem. <laughs> sure. But to hold no, to hold no doubt that it could happen. Like, if she right. just, if she just thought about it for a second, like, she would be like, well, what the fuck am I, if, if she really did get raped, what am I doing to her right now? No, Kelly it's, doesn't it's care. Monstrous. Yeah, she, I mean, just the look on her face too the whole time. Like she just looks fucking evil. Like and she the way looks satisfied. The way Jenny Garth is playing it makes it even worse. Like she, it almost seems like she knows what she's doing and doesn't care. Yeah, and I wonder if that's a deliberate choice. Yeah, 
Maybe she disagrees with the writing. She's maybe. trying to make it seem worse. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. But, um, but yeah, she is... She's snarky in so many different scenes. Every scene where she talks about this, Brandon, in his typical fucking cowardly fashion, uh-huh. is sitting on the fence the entire episode. Oh, you know, I'm I'm withholding judgment. I haven't picked one side or another the whole yeah, time. He's annoying. And then, like, I mean, he kind of, like, when they're basically, but Valerie at one point is just like, I'm just going to move out. I'm just going to leave. Because they're treating her so bad, Stephen Kelly, and Brand's like, "You don't have to go. You can stay." Like, like as though he's on her side, but he's not jumping in and defending her in any way either. So, I mean, just because he's like, "Oh, you don't have to get kicked to the curb because you got raped," does not mean that he's really defending her or being on her side either. Exactly. Steve's an asshole too. Yeah. Oh, she lied about an abortion. She's fucking lying about this. She's like Noah's a good guy. Noah's got money. That means he's Noah's Noah's rich and a friend of mine. Like. <laughs> You know, he's a real person, not scub, like like a female or someone that doesn't have money. Yeah, like, everybody in the show, it, it kind of sucks. It's like, these are characters that we've grown to really know and care about over, like, eight seasons. Some of them. Yeah, some of them. Steve and and uh, Kelly are both original cast members, so... Steve, Steve goes through, like... Progression, regression. I don't, but it's it's upsetting to me to see them acting. It feels like they've been possessed by evil evil demons, and they're not actually being themselves. I agree. I agree. Because these characters are not at their heart bad, but they're really being bad. Well, I think I think I, I think Kelly kind of maybe is. Kelly is. Yeah, she's. I think, Ke- I think Kelly's just kind of a bitch. She's been on a steady decline. Yeah, but Steve is generally a nice guy. Generally. Um, and he redeems himself at the end of this episode, kind of, sort of, we'll get to it. Okay. But, um, anyway, so like he's, then the thing is, is like you, I, I fully understand questioning it alone when she's not around, like in hushed tones <laughs> in a closed room right? where she has no chance of hearing you. I like, Sure, she's lied a lot. Question it in those situations. Not out in front, right to her fucking face. Yeah. This woman who's been victimized. Well, yeah, it's like they're talking about it in the kitchen, but it's like, yeah, you're her roommates and she's in the fucking house. It's ridiculous. Yeah. The only one that really stays by her side is David. Yes. The only one that 100% believes her is David. And what's even funnier is the beginning of the episode, they, you know, they come into the fucking uh, boat or whatever, right? And... Um, I it would be different maybe if like or I guess I guess actually the beginning of the episode is they're being questioned by the police. Yeah. Um, and Noah admits to the police that he had, that they had sex, and that to me I don't understand how he's not arrested. Yeah. Um, and the DA apparently decides not to prosecute, which is a big thing. They're not going to criminally prosecute him. Uh that's a big thing that happens in this episode. But they're being questioned and everything. And they're like, hey, we've got the toxicology report and everything. She had uh, roofies in her system. You had sex with her? Yeah. Oh, but I didn't drug or drink. But, like, you, she had roofies in her system. You're admitting to having sex with her. Right. I, I think we have enough to proceed. Yeah, because, I mean, like, just because you didn't drug her drink does not mean that you didn't have sex with her when she couldn't consent. God, it's nice to be rich, I guess, huh? Right. Jesus. Um, Do you think that's part of why they're not? Fuck yes. Of course. I mean, I get like 
rich people can get out of things because they can get good lawyers, but I didn't realize that it would get them out of even being charged. I oh, mean, think about it. They so they uh, Brandon and Steve do a ride along with two cops later. Uh, the, uh-huh. the girl, the girl cop that Steve likes, and her partner. Um, I'm getting too old for this shit. Guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, um, and they they're talking about it, and the guys like. Yeah, the fucking DA probably won't prosecute because all DAs care about is their record, and that's a hundred percent true. Huh. DAs, DAs want a great win loss record. That's how you progress in that job. Okay, it's like surgeons. Like surgeons won't take very risky surgeries because someone dies on their table. It's a black mark against them. If a DA loses a case. It's a black mark against them. Oh. It prevents them from moving up from like assistant district attorney to full district attorney. It prevents them from usually the political aspirations and stuff that a lot of these people have. It's very bad. And if you're a district attorney and some uh, poor vagrant is accused of rape and then some rich guy is accused of rape and you know the rich guy can afford the best lawyer in the country and the poor guy is going to get a public defender... Who are you charging? Well, yeah. You're charging the poor guy. So, like, I think that's a big part of it, that he doesn't get charged because the DA's like, well, these cases are hard hard to prove, and I'm going to have to go up against a world-class lawyer if I charge him, so fuck it. I'm not charging him. Yeah. Wow. That's fucked up. It's fucked up considering that he admitted that he had sex with her, and they have the evidence that she had sexual intercourse. All his DNA is probably there. And she had roofies in her system. Like, that seems like... What other... How much more evidence... I mean, I know he didn't roofie her drink. But, like, how much more evidence would you need to prosecute? Right. Would you need a witness? Yeah, I was standing in the corner masturbating. Like, <laughs> like I mean, like, what the fuck? Yeah, I don't know. So, anyway, uh, they decide not to prosecute. And, um... Oh, this was my point. I always get lost in my fucking points on <laughs> tangents. But um, he admits to Donna. Donna's like, I knew it was a fucking lie. I knew you didn't have sex with that lying whore or whatever. And he's like, ha, ha, ha. but wait a second, Donna. Um, I did have yeah. sex with her. And, and she, she's so by his side up until that point, too. She's like defending him. Oh, and yes. Being kind of a bitch to everybody. Yeah. And then she's still kind of on her side afterwards. Yeah. She goes, it depends on who she's with. Yeah. If she's with someone that's saying like, hey, you should forgive him or whatever. Um, she's like, hey, now, now, I don't know if I can forgive him, but if she's with someone that's like, maybe Valerie is, but David, maybe Valerie's telling the truth. Valerie's a fucking liar and he didn't do anything wrong and he's a good man. And it's like, he cheated on you. Like, and like you said, at one point, you just said out loud to the screen, have some self-respect. Um, yeah. Well, and Kelly is the one who's like. Oh, you know, you might feel different in a few months or whatever. I took I took my cheating boyfriend back. You take yours. It's it's really kind of bothering me the way this show handles infidelity. It seems like mm-hmm. they feel like it's just it like we don't live in Paris, you know, yeah. like it's not everybody exactly. doesn't have a mistress. Like I don't know what's going it's on no here. It's no big deal. Just, you know, it's the it's the Beverly just Hills look way. Look the other way. Um, but yeah, so so that that's that was my point. It would be different if he was denying he had sex with her at all, uh-huh. and then people were taking sides and be like, "She lies a lot. She's probably lying about this or whatever." But he admitted he had sex with her. Well, and he'd have to because they did a rape kit. 
Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it'd be, it would honestly be a lot worse for him if he lied about it because they could prove he had sex with her. And they know from an independent source, the lab at the fucking hospital, that she had roofies in her system. Uh-huh. Steve at one point suggests that she roofied herself. Yeah, what in the actual fuck? Like, so that she could sue him. A bridge too far, Steve. Yeah. Like, yeah, I understand your skepticism in some way, but like, just ridiculous. See, and so, like, she decides that she is going to go after him because the DA won't prosecute. She's going to go after him for a, um, what do they call Civil it? Civil suit. suit. And Which is monetary in nature. Everybody then is like, oh, see, that's what she's after. You know, gold digging whore. Yeah, and, $10 million is what she sues him for. And it's And she's like, all I want is for him to admit that he did it. Yeah, and she says... She says, if I want, like, I don't even care about the money. The money is just like, it's like, you have to pick a sum or whatever. He's rich. I pick $10 million. If he admits it and gives me a quarter, then I'll be happy. Yeah. You know, and I believe her. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. But, like, what does she want him to admit Justice exactly? Justice for Valerie. He already admitted he had sex with her. He so- wants... She wants him to admit that he drugged her and raped her. But he didn't drug her. Correct. It's one of those, like I think I said when we were watching it, it's one of those weird situations where they're both telling the truth. Yeah. She's telling the truth and he's also telling the truth because there's a third piece of information they don't know. Right. That his brother drugged her. When when that truth comes out, I think she'll let him off the hook as far as like probably the money and probably like the... You know, like all the the stuff or whatever, but like he does share some responsibility. I hope he he does some kind of contrition in some way, and obviously we hope that his brother gets jail time or something. Yeah, I kind of wonder, like, what would have happened if it had if it had gone the way his brother had wanted. Like, I just wonder how that scenario would have played out. Like, if she had ended up being raped by his brother, what where was he going to do it? Was he just going? He was trying to get nobody to get out of there. Was he just going to do it in the bar? Maybe. And or, then, or or Noah's office. Well, Noah was in his own office, but I mean, it just seemed... Or a back room or something like that. And then just leave her there and she would have no idea what happened to her. He would have left before she woke up and then she wouldn't, wouldn't have known who did it. Yeah, she wouldn't have remembered anything. And he would have just been like, oh, yeah, you know, like I, I took off, you know, like a, like a whatever, like early, like, you know, we had like one drink together and I took off. And I don't know, you were at the bar, I don't know what happened. Fucked up. It is, yes. Yes, drugging a woman uh, <laughs> in order to rape them is pretty fucked up, yeah. Um, And then, I'm trying to think what else happens in this episode. Uh, there's a very minor pl- subplot about um, Dave's new band member is like, hey, they're going to kick you out of the band because you're not playing with us even though you're consoling your raped girlfriend. Yeah, he he's like staying by Valerie's side. And and he keeps not going to like rehearsal, so they're getting mad at him. Which it's nice of him to want to be there for her, but she's telling him like I'm okay, go. Like he can't give up his whole life to just be with her all the time. Right. And then at the end of the episode he goes and uh performs and nothing comes of it or whatever. Yeah. So like I guess he's still in the band. Well then you said, you know, you mentioned the ride along, so we should probably talk about that too. Like Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. That's also like a subplot of the episode. Yeah. So it's Stephen Brandon. Stephen Brandon in the back seat of a uh, hot policewoman, <laughs> and um, I'm getting too old for this shit guy. And they they get a call 
to go after some suspect who's in an alley. Yeah. And the older male cop gets out and goes after him. And he roughs him up a little with his nightstick while he's putting the handcuffs on and has him up against a chain link fence. Yeah, he like he he hits him a little with a nightstick. Uh, so the guy's running. Guy runs into an alley, tries to climb up the fence to get away. The whole time they're like, "Stop! Stop! Stop!" You know, or whatever. Uh-huh. <clears throat> he he hits him a few times. To uh, to be honest, to me, and maybe that's just because the the actor was older and and not very strong, but. Uh, it looked like he'd hit a, a kid or something right. like that. You know what I mean? Like, like swipe at a kid with like, you know, get down from there. <laughs> like kind of thing. Like people used to do in the fifties or whatever. Right. And like, it, that's what it looked like. It didn't look like it was super painful. Yeah. And then he like, he kind of like pulled him back or whatever. And then put the handcuffs on him and he reaches in his pocket. And he's like, what's this? A fucking knife. You know, they said you had a knife or whatever. Knives are the most dangerous things in the world. <laughs> and then he throws him in the back of the car. And Steven, Brandon are reacting like, well, it seems like it was excessive. Yeah, everybody is like, oh, gee, he's really beating them. Like, they should have picked a different person to do it if they wanted it to come across as excessive. They should have, um, they should have went farther. They should have, like, they should have actually, I mean, maybe not went all the way to, like, a murder, but, like, they should have, um, they should have taken a stronger stand if, if they wanted to. Um, I... And, you know, we don't get into politics here or anything like that. So, you know, whatever, make whatever inferences you want. But I'm just going to say, I'm not a big police apologist. Mm. I'm not like someone that's like, oh, you know, like I know their their jobs are hard and everything like that. But they sign up for that. Yeah. And unarmed citizens don't sign up to walk the streets in fear and get shot and killed and stuff. Um, So, like, I'm not a big police apologist, but as Carol pointed out, we're watching the episode and I'm so confused because I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, that just seems very standard. Like, he whacked him a couple times. To get him off the fence, not, basically. Yeah, because he wasn't, he wasn't stopping. Yeah, and like, it turns out this guy was innocent. He was innocent and not on drugs. He kept talking about, oh, you know, like, they're, they're all on drugs yeah, or whatever. Yeah, PCP. Like, and the guy wasn't on drugs and not a victim and, and not the perpetrator of the crime, I'm not saying like you know, oh, just comply with the police or whatever. But like, why are you yeah, running from yeah. the police? Like, 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 yeah. If you didn't do anything wrong, why are you fleeing? And if you hadn't been climbing the fence, you probably wouldn't have gotten hit with the fucking thing either. And it's not like, and maybe it was just, maybe it was just staged and filmed poorly. Yeah. But the guy wasn't even like ah, ah or like anything like that. <laughs> yeah. He made no sounds at all. Yeah. If they wanted us to feel like he was being brutalized, they should have brutalized him. Yeah, I mean, in real life, the actor. Like, <laughs> no stunt doubles. No, um, but like, he he didn't make any sound. It looked, like I said, like very light taps. I was like, that seems like fine to yeah. me. It, it's like they wanted to have the conversation, but they were too afraid to. That's that. Yeah, that's my point. So uh brandon like they they do the ride along because brandon's like i want to do like an article about the police yeah. or whatever and she's all like fuck you know like um are you gonna write about this like that he beat the shit out of this guy that you know apparently happened even though it didn't look like that at all and he's like i'm gonna write an honest article i'm gonna tell you that and then um she explains how the guy's uh partner was shot and killed 
by a Puerto Rican guy or whatever. This guy was also Puerto Rican who they, you know, they were lax with him. They weren't taking all the precautions that they should have. And his partner was shot and killed, died in his arms. And this guy's like two weeks from retirement and like this will ruin his life. And she's like, it was wrong. What he did was wrong. It was bad or whatever. And and, like the whole time I'm thinking, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, And... She's like, but, I, you know, I really beg you not to write the article because, you know, just let him retire and stuff. He's been through so much. And so Brandon just agrees. He's like, yeah, I'll just bury the story or whatever. Right. So that's all that happens with it. Nothing. Nothing happens. Yeah. And it's like, I guess maybe that's what they wanted. They wanted some sort of sympathy for this guy. And they wanted like, so they wanted him to be able to drop the story easily. And if they, if he really brutalized him. They'd be, we'd be, yeah. as an audience would be like, Brandon, what the fuck? That makes sense. But it, like, they could have just done it a different way. They could have just did it where, like, the guy wasn't two weeks from retiring. Retiring. Right. The guy had mental problems or whatever because of what happened to his partner and was overzealous and needed to, you know, answer for his actions. <clears throat> so, back to um, Donna real quick. Yeah. I don't remember where she left things with Noah. Did, did Is there any resolution there? Noah keeps trying to apologize to her, keeps trying to talk to her, and she's like, fuck you, no. Okay. So she's still not talking to him. Good. I hope she doesn't. Like, I'd like him to leave the show. I think this would be a good way for him to go. I agree. I think this is a good time to exit. Yep. He gives, like, let's say he gives Valerie the, the club. There you go. He says, he says to her, it comes out, everything comes out what happened, that it was Josh. Josh goes to jail. Uh, Noah's like, I'll testify against him, that motherfucker. I can't believe he did this. Um, And then instead of finishing the civil trial or whatever, he says, listen, I've run my course here. My contract's up or or whatever he needs to say. Um, Instead of money. I'll give you the after dark back. I'll give you know, you own the after dark now. And she takes that offer. She gets to own the club. He rides off into the sunset to never be in any other show again, probably because <laughs> he's not a good actor. And then we're done with him. I don't know. I could see him going to a soap opera. Sure. Like a daytime soap opera. That's yeah. where he belongs. Let him go there. Uh, that stuff's all filmed on, on tape because, uh, it's disposable and dumb. <laughs> Some soap operas are fine. All my children is excellent. Yeah, I'm looking at uh, I'm looking at Victor Kirax. Uh so anyway, but that is the episode for the week. We'll find out what happens next week, everyone. So you can write us at latefee1994 aol dot com. We'd love you to. Check out our website at www.retrolatefee.com. It's there. Share the tapes with your friends. All right, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.